welcome back to another episode of Bopcast, where it is my job to break down the moments and the stories that changed people's lives and also go off topic on purpose in these raw and uncensored conversations about people and with people that I know from my network. And today on the show, we have Julian Palermo. He is by trade a financial advisor. He's also very into cars. He has been his entire life and uh, likes to frequently drive them on racetracks, which is pretty interesting. And uh, we definitely dive into that in the show um, as well as personal finance. I mean, what are people messing up with their finances? Stupid things that you can fix now that will impact your life later on in a positive way. So things about that as well. A little bit wide range in conversation today with Julian. Had a fantastic time with him. Um, been a friend. He's actually my advisor. So that's, you know, how we met. He hit me with a LinkedIn cold message and here we are a couple years later. So that's just what happens with the podcast, the power of the podcast, as you know. Today, ladies and gentlemen, our sponsor is SodaBeats.com. It's the best way to make rap and hip hop beats online right now. No experience required. Please use the link in the show notes or description uh, to try that out just so we know that you're coming from the podcast. All right, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, I'm Brian Sullivan, also known as Sully Bop, founder, rapper, producer, DJ, podcaster, all those things. I digress here. Let's get to the episode with Julian Palermo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bobcast. Today on the show, I got my boy, Julian Palermo. Thank you for being here, man. I really appreciate that. Of course, of course. Coming out, man. Coming out to the sticks out here. Yeah, man. Out to the sticks. People come out here and they're like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, man, I'm going to um, just get like a, I'm just going to order like Uber Eats or, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, no. Like, you could try. I mean, you could try. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, it's uh, 75 minutes away. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, you might as well just go drive and get it, man. It'd be That's quicker fine. on a pigeon. I know, literally, man. We don't even have email out here, dude. We have internet. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. Um, Julian, you know, my man just, he, I got to say this, he had a good, you have a, you had a good lead generation strategy. Like, that's how you found me. Like, I'll be completely honest. And so for people who don't know what that means, it means that Julian has a job where he has to basically just call like hundreds and thousands of people and you know build them up as as his clients we can go into that and i don't know you could touch on whatever you can in that when it comes to your job i won't go farther into it now but you know he just hit me up on linkedin which is the magical place of linkedin and 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 for real if that if it wasn't for linkedin we wouldn't be sitting here right now so uh, and you hit me and you're like hey we got you know what are you down to you said it a lot better than this but you're like you're down to like explore options yeah yeah and that's like let's let's get on a call i'm like (laughs) two years later yeah right two years later and then here we are man and i appreciate um your guys's help with financial anything financially related uh but I, I i'll let you get into it more but so that's how we met and then you know after that i realized oh he's in the cars he's you know we we have similar interests you know whether it's working out in your in your company and it just i love the hustle you're always on the grind man so i appreciate that and yeah if you want to before we dive into it, there's a few different ways that that i can go here but if you want to give people a gist of kind of who you are you know what you do what you like to do and you can take as much longer as little time as, as you want to do that but the floor is yours for foreseeable uh future yeah yeah sure um so I'm, I'm a pretty simple dude um so what i do for work uh i tell people what to do with their money 
<laughs> um, I, I help people, you know, make good decisions. Um, I do financial planning, um, so I know that's a lot of what you know we've talked about over the last couple of years. Um, Hobby-wise, it's kind of all related, I think. Um, I think it all relates to the same kind of mindset. Um, so I, I do finance, um, big into the gym. Uh, I used to have a little bit of a like a fitness apparel brand, um, which I'm, I'm wearing here. It's not really alive anymore. <laughs> um, kind, kind of more of a hobby, um, but super into to fitness, powerlifting, bodybuilding, um, and cars, racing. Racing's like my life. Um, you know, trying to get into that, so... Dude, I love it. Um, I listened to, I don't know if you know who Tom Segura is. He's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was listening to his, or watching one of his podcasts, Tom Talks. It was like, it's like his solo podcast that he does with people, like with guests. And he had a guy on from Porsche Racing, but it was like the Porsche tr- like thing where you go and you pay and they teach you how to drive the cars. And dude, that episode like blew my mind and I was just like listening to this guy's, you know, kind of story and like how, you know, they put those track to- tracks together and stuff like that. And it just made me like want a car again, you know, like I had a GTI back, like that was my first yeah, like yeah. real car that was like kind of quick and I never really had like a faster car after that but I, I have the itch again and and I just I love it man I want to I feel like you know I'm like every other guy I think that I can drive <laughs> and as you know like you think that driving on the road like if you drive on like you've seen these roads like when you drive on these roads you're like oh, I'm pretty good like yeah. I know how to take a corner I know when to break I know no you don't you know you really don't know yeah, yeah. but um shit let's go there first because I love the topic yeah man. what like made you get into like what made you want to like put the car on the uh, you put your car on a track and not just like driving on the road anymore you know yeah as well. that that is a good question um I, I grew up around like racing cars not not in it too much uh my dad was always into it so like that's just um he, he's like the best driver i've ever met he's he's crazy um so like i have a picture of when i was like five years old he was doing like the nascar stock car experience for the first time he was driving like 180 around poconos um, so I grew up with him, going here, going there, doing that with him, you know, for 15 years. And then when I turned 18, he was like, yo, we're going. So we went together and it was sick. And I actually used to race, um, what's called quarter midgets. They're like almost mini NASCARs. Um, I raced that when I was like eight years old and the itch just never left. So um, you just have, it's in the blood. Like. It's in the blood. Um, yeah, it's just the passion. I, I don't know. It's what's it's, the, you know, what, what, what was it like? So when you turned eighteen that time, were you in driving or were yeah, you just? Oh, yeah, okay. so I, I drove the the like the stock car around. You get like eight laps or something, and you just go. And a lot of times when people do that, they they so you go with like there's an instructor and then there's one person behind. This was my dad, and then I was in the third car. And you go around and you start like kind of slow, and then every lap you get faster if you get more com- like the instructor sees if you're more comfortable. So you get faster, you get faster. And my dad was saying, he, he was like, after he told me, he was like, if, so normally what happens is the guy in the back, if he starts to fall off because he can't drive or whatever, they'll send somebody out to go like another driver, like another or instructor to go like pick him up. Cause like you're doing 150 by yourself. Like they don't know. Yeah. So he was saying, I don't want, he, does, he didn't want to be in the back because he's like, oh, you're going to get scared. You're 18 years old. You're going to, like, I don't want to, you know, like, F up my, my drive, right? So he goes in the front or in the middle, and I'm behind him, and every lap he's looking in the mirror, and I'm, like, on his bumper. We get we get to the end, and he was like, you should be doing this. Like, this this is what you should be doing with your life, and 
that didn't go that way but oh wow well hey it could you never know it could i'm working on it that's that's the passion now getting into racing as a hobby but mm. you know as a as a career that would be cool. so so the people that instruct it they're just like hey dude you got something here you know like they saw something yes and no they they almost throw my dad out every time because he he's the guy on their bumper the whole time and you're not really supposed to do that you're you're supposed to like back off a little bit um but they almost always like, kick all right, out. asshole. Yeah, like, yeah, all right, asshole, relax. Like, you know, you can job, chill here. out a yeah. little bit. Like, yeah, do yeah. a 180, like, on a guy's bumper. Yep. They, they don't know who you are, so. That's that's sweet that your dad was into it, though. So, like, you kind of, like, saw that adrenaline. Yeah. Because you know how it is. Like, even when I drive people around here and I'm like, all right, buckle up, we'll watch this. So, like, And I'm literally in my cord, and they're like, <laughs> they, they don't know what's going to happen. And then you're yeah. doing, like, 65 around, like, a like 90-degree turn. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the car doesn't go anywhere. So, like... <laughs> You know, and all you have to do is like suspension and like a camber kit, and then you could just kind of, you know, do what you want to do as long as you have it dialed in. But I feel like the normal person, you know, they don't realize that it's even like possible to do shit like that with a car, you know? Yeah, it's a good time. It's definitely a good time. So you got, so what were you, okay, so that was like the stock cars. So then it was later until you got into the more like uh, doing the track days. Yeah, I started doing that like like last year. Um, I I had a Focus ST. so st like trap <laughs> yep yes, sir. um and i just started taking another track and that just got hooked uh, that, that's like part of my drive for working like my my passion for like hustling and doing what i do is yeah. so that i can go to the track and, and race damn um, that makes sense though it's i was just talking sense. to somebody they they're like they always ask me about my music um family friend and uh they're like, yeah, man. Like, they tell me about these other artists that they know, and they're like, yeah, like the guy got a job as a car salesman or whatever, and and he's like, I don't know if he's still into it anymore. And it's like, dude, like that shit's hard. Like, racing, art, like anything that's requires that anything that's not like your normal like you know run of the mill nine to five, um, it's hard to like make money from passions. Oh yeah, it's even though it's usually sh- the opposite. It usually costs you like a shit ton. Yeah, yeah. So imagine that. Like the things that you're probably interested in the most are like the hardest things yeah. to make money from. You know, like how do you go about? Well, hey, you're a freaking money guy, so you understand it. But. Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. It's 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 a double edged sword. Be doing what I do too, because like what you were just saying is you want to scratch that itch of get, getting a car. Me as as the financial advisor, I'm like both sides. Like I want to tell you, hey, go get the car because that's like the passion. But the other side's like, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, yeah. don't do that. Yeah, because it's, a, it's, it's a, it is going to be a pit a that you throw slope. money yeah, into. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, so when you're talking to somebody and you're like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing this build and it's going to cost it's like half of the money that I have, and you're like, dude, that's sick. But you're also like, dude, that's you want this IRA, yeah. don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. don't don't you want retirement or yeah, you want a sick car? Yeah, no, that's 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 a very good point. That's that, honestly sometimes I say that I'm like the car guy's dream financial advisor because I get the itch. Like I know you got to do that. So like I kind of help you plan your finances so that you can put yourself in a better you know situation down the line, but also go scratch the itch. Yeah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's definitely hard. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, could be a good niche, you know. I I do I do try to use that line a lot, but hobbyist type of yeah, angle. It's, yeah, it's but it's hard though because the the itch is very hard, <laughs> very hard. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean I know like my cousin. I was talking to him. He's an advisor as well, and and uh, I was talking to him yesterday, and he said, yeah, a lot of our guys just hit one type of person. They hit teachers. They hit engineers. They hit whatever you know, and then that's it. 
those are the only people that they talk to, you know, because they specialize in that type of person providing yeah. a particular service to that type of person. So, and then the more niche you go, you don't want to like leave people out, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. like a big thing as well. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. Just, I always, I always loved cars, man. And then I started working on them and I'm like, cars yeah. suck. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love cars, but like, I didn't realize they were this annoying to I, fix. I wish <laughs> I was, I wish I was able to turn a wrench a little bit better <laughs> I, I haven't really gotten into that too much um but that's that's definitely important <laughs> yeah it's 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 fun i mean i think the best you know i'm in a place now where i don't do it anymore so it's nice that now that's where i'm like i need a project or something yeah, yeah. because i don't do it anymore yeah when i did it every day it was like yeah it I makes can't. it more fun yeah i hate i was like i didn't even want to change my oil you yeah know? Right. now i'm like all right I'm, maybe i'll change it in the driveway you know yeah it's funny like that man yeah man so if you had to pick what would you get what if like money was no issue? Yeah, yeah. Or we'll within f- reason. Both money was no reason. What you getting? If it, if you know, if you're talking to your financial advisor, <laughs> what would you get? Financial advisor. Um, a bike. I, dude, I still, I dude, I want like a bicycle. Yeah, I want like a road. <laughs> I have a road bike. Shout out to my grandpa who, bought, who pulled that out of a dumpster for me. Um, no, I mean honestly, I still want an Accord Coupe V6 six speed solid still want that solid. i literally have had a 2009 accord forever and i and i want the coupe with the v6 yeah, and the yeah. six speed it, they're not they're just they're like a they're weird they they're the first honda that looks like a sports car and they are they have some balls and if you you know work them even just all motor like i mean you can do that with a k24 even but they're super reliable it's like it's a car that's could be fast, fun, and reliable, which is yeah. like normally not possible. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. not fast, quick maybe, but not fast. But so, I still love that car. Like even after driving the four door, I still love those cars. Um, I like honestly though to be more realistic, I'd probably just buy like a newer Civic Coupe with a turbo and just like there like something go. like that, like nothing crazy. But yeah. if I was if I was the car that I'm going to buy is probably a GT3, like probably not, probably a 911 because love I love, love Porsches. Dude. Yeah, dude, that's that's. That's my vice. I want one so bad. Yeah. That's that's the dream. You're like, I'll forego a Boxster for now. And yeah. Then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you see those Boxsters for like 12 grand. And yeah, you're like, yeah. Dude, I could, you know. I've thought about it a couple times. Um, but but you're not, a, you're not a chick, so you can't. Believe it or not, you go to a racetrack, most of what you'll see is probably going to be like worked Boxsters. Well, do you see a lot yeah. of Miatas? A lot of Miatas. It's like Miatas, Boxsters, and Caymans, and, mm-hmm. cor- and old Corvettes. Because you don't need... Forty thousand dollars to no. do that shit. No. Yeah, yeah. That's literally like the top three that you see at the track. My Porsche thing came from my friend Kyle Olzak. What's up, dude? Um, I have no idea what you're doing. This kid, dude, he's just like in a Bentley, or he's like in a, like Olzak. You got to get up here, dude. I don't know if you know these people, um, but you got to like tell me how you're doing this. But anyway, so his dad had a Boxster when we were growing up, and it was so cool, dude. I remember he dropped him, dropped him off here. And like we like hung out, and then he went to pick him up, and he just said, "Do you want to ride in it?" And it was only a two seater, you know. So we just left Kyle here, and then I <laughs> mean, his dad went and just yes, yes, I did. Yeah, I mean, his dad just went and ripped around, and I was like, "That is the most fun that I've ever had in the car." <laughs> and from that moment, I always loved Porsches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But never, I never worked on one, so I have no idea really how that works. But <laughs> seems complicated. To yeah, me. yeah. They're definitely uh, high repair bills, but yeah, they're 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 solid. So, what made you go from the ST to your to your Camaro? Did you know that you were going to buy a Camaro, or did you 
know like did you get rid of that just for the Camaro or like what was that what happened there yeah that's a good question um so the ST was a lease so I I drove that tracked it a bunch of times and then I gave it back <laughs> so that, that that was cool that's smart yeah yeah um the Camaro's a lease too I, I so I, my dad runs a Ford dealer so I, I'm a I always was a Ford guy then I got my old my old uh, C4 Corvette, so I had to focus on an old vet. Um, then I got the Camaro, and I was like, all right, now I'm a Chevy guy because my dad runs a Ford dealer. It was like the complete opposite. Um, the Camaro came to be just by accident. My best friend, he was just looking up cars, and he found these two identical Camaros at this one dealership. Crazy lease deal. Like, it was super, super cheap. It was The Camaro was cheaper than my Focus, Whoa. and he was like – should we do it? And I was like, yeah, we just both, cause my lease was ending anyway. So, oh, I so he car. got one too. He's got the same car. Like, oh wow. I, mine's blue and his is white, but it's the same car. And it's like, it was a crazy cheap deal. Um, so I just figured I'd do, pull the trigger on that. that. That's the daily and, and race car. And mm. that's it. Yeah. What, so when it comes to, even when it came to the first lease, like talk to me about the leases. Is this, does this make sense? Like when you're looking at a car, if you're going to do less than, X amount of miles per year and maybe you know about that too since you kind of understand this dealership game as well like people always are like I'm like lease hacking and I'm like doing it where I got a high mileage lease and I could drive the car but it's not mine and then so it's like like what's the deal with leases yeah that's that's a good question um I don't know about lease hacking I, I, that's probably something I should learn about um it probably impact my life positive positively <laughs> um your finance guy dude. yeah you gotta, right? like, I should, le- I you're should gonna, learn that you're gonna be like pedaling for shit for the dealership yeah. now too <laughs> Get a little yeah, right. commission, yeah. multiple commissions. Dude. Yeah, right. Um, le- so leases that a lot of people say a lot of different things. Like some people say it's wasting money because it's like it's like rents. Like you pay for the car, you get no equity, but you, and you give it back. Um, it all depends on your situation. I, I personally like leasing like a daily car because I drive the absolute shit out of all of my cars. So like, whoever got gets my focus after it went back. So, sorry, <laughs> uh, you you know with your Fiesta. Whoever gets that car, I apologize. Yep. That car has been absolutely beat to shit. I do the same thing with the Camaro. I'm going to the track with it on Monday and and three weeks from now. Um, so I, I beat the shit out of the car and then I give it back, which I like. That. How many miles do you get a year? The Focus, I think, it was twelve. Um, the Camaro is like ten five. Right, so you don't drive extra astronomical. I do. Uh, that's why I have the I have the vet too. So like, so I kind of do. Will you, in a year, will you just like at some point in the year get to the amount of miles, or like, do you have you been trying? Have you spanned it? It. Um. I was a little over on the on ST because when I was at Stockton, I was like going ninety miles back back and forth to school. I drove a shit ton. So you did go over it. I did go over a little bit on, but actually, it was not that much because I had I had my other vet. Like for the last year of that, do they lease. charge you per mile then, or how? Yeah, it's it? like fifteen cents or twenty oh, okay. cents a mile. So it's if you're like a couple thousand over, it's yeah. Like, like if you don't bucks. go to twenty thousand over, it's yeah, it's a couple thing. hundred not, bucks. Yeah. Um, but I figured with this one, with the Camaro, it's less miles. But like I knew I had my other vet, and I sold that one. I got this vet. I knew mm-hmm. I would have a second car, and I try to drive the vet as much as possible. Like when it's nice. Yeah. So like, like I'm not tonight, putting, perfect. Like oh, ride. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Those roads are so nice. <laughs> Dude, they're the best, man. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it works out for me. Um, it does suck because like when you give the car back, now you, if you want to go buy a car, you have to put all that money out because you didn't have any equity. But yeah, I feel like for a car guy, it's a little different than like normal people. How long do you do the lease? Have you done them for like two years or one year? Or what uh, the focus is three years. This is uh, 39 months. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I think if you're going to have, 
if you're going to own a car, if you know you're going to own the car more than two years, um, I don't know if buying it really even makes sense. It, it's Most just, people don't own the car for that long. Most people are like, yeah, instant I gratification, also, I need the new car. <laughs> yeah, I also understand the game of buying a when it 2021 or you know this year's 2021 so buying a 2019 silverado duramax or whatever and then just driving it for like three years and then you trade it in and you like only get you only you get like ten thousand less than you actually bought it for you know yeah, like you stuff don't lose like that. too much money yeah yeah a lot of the times it works out very similarly like if you bought a 19 silverado for like 30 grand yeah. and then you trade it in for 20 if you leased a new one it probably would have cost you like 15 so it'll cost you a couple thousand more yeah the payments added up mm. so it's yeah and the thing is with as long as you drive the truck like go buy a car drive it if it's certified pre or whatever drive it within the warranty and then after that it's yeah. kind of just like you might as well just trade yeah. in it a lot of times you can't go wrong the, i think the worst thing is buying like a brand new like luxury car like if you buy a benz right off the lot as soon as you drive off you just like burn 20 grand yep which is Dude, I'd rather have a idea. 2014 C class that has like 100,000 miles yeah, on it yeah, and just yeah. replace the water pump myself yeah, and shit like yeah, that, you know. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, dude, the new car thing, car, dude, how about cars right now? Insane. In- incredible. Like the e- car every car that every right car now. that you drive is good. I was just talking to my buddy with the Camaro about this the other day. Every car that's out is good. Like nothing sucks. Even like a like a Kia, like they're like the Sting Kia Stinger yeah. is fire. Dude, I, somebody pulled up on us with on a, with a stinger, and this it had like the drilled and slotted rotors and the nice calipers yeah, and everything. And I'm like, it's a Kia. And I go, what is this? And <laughs> I'm like, who owns Kia? Is like Maserati on Kia or something? I'm like, because the badge looks That's really. That's what I'm saying. They're nice. Trek, can you pull up the Kia Stinger like badge or the Kia Stinger or something? Like they just they look like it looked like a uh, like a foreign. Like yeah. it, like well, it is a foreign, it but is, it looked like a, looks a luxury like, yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. And they completely and ripped off. So what do they have, man? Can you find that too? I think it's like a twin turbo V6 or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, that shit would cook my ST. Sorry for people watching on the video version. Uh, we don't have the video up just yet, but we will. Um, people listening, we're, it's a Kia Stinger if you want to Google it. That yeah, looks dude. Pretty, pretty damn good. Find the yeah. Do the, give me the back end of it. Give me the ass end too. Yeah, see that? Like, dude, that looks. What what car has that? Is it Jag? Yeah. It's almost like a Jaguar type of. Thing. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of a uh, Dodge Charger a little bit too. Yeah, How, a little like, bit. Oh, taillights. Uh, I see. Yeah, taillights make sense, bit. but it's quick. Yeah, find out what motors they have in that. I actually have a buddy who had a Challenger and s- sold it for that. No way. Yeah, he wow. had like a. I think it was an SRT8 too, and he sold it for that. He didn't want to do Dodge maintenance. He wanted True. Kia maintenance. He wanted Kia maintenance, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this thing probably has a turbo. Yeah, I think it's a twin turbo. So V6. fucking sell that before 90,000 miles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess you can get it in two different options. Um, one is a 2.0 four-cylinder, and the other is a 3.3-liter V6. Yeah. So the so it's a two-liter turbo and a 3.3 NA. Naturally aspirated, for people who don't know. Um, I'm talking like an asshole, like a, a car person. Um, uh, the, actually, the three three might be. I think, I think it's, it's twin. Turbo. It's twin turbo. I think. No way. Yeah, it's like 400 horsepower. Dude, like Kia, yeah. what? Yeah. What does Kia? So I'm telling you. Doing? That's what I'm telling you, dude. I feel like they didn't market it right, though. I feel like more people would have these cars, or am I just crazy? There's no. There's there's definitely a lot of them. I think they did a pretty good job with that. Hyundai, Hyundai too. They just had. They just like Hyundai owns this company, right? Or who? Owns I don't Kia? know if they own that, All but right, Hyundai let's figure has that out too. Who owns these? Pe- who owns Kia? All right. 
Hyundai has Genesis <laughs> that they made a, a new line, which they have some dope things. Yeah, all the Hyundai cars are great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Hyundai. Oh, that's interesting. Dude, they need to have a 3.3 turbo Elantra or something. You know they have the Genesis. Oh, the, the, Gen- the Genesis. Yeah. They made, like, a whole new line. Like, um, like Toyota and Lexus, they made it a whole new line. And it's uh-huh. got all the luxury shit. They're all like, there's some pretty quick ones too. That's good. Remember the Gen Coupe, like the Genesis yeah, Coupe, cool car with like cool. a, the three eight. Yeah, that sounded good. Yeah, that they were cool sick. Car. They broke like every all yeah the time. every other day, but like but when they it worked, were really good. cool cars. <laughs> and I think um, that's the thing, which dude, American great, it's fine and all, but you'll just never, dude. It's like when the Japanese or the Koreans or whoever it might be, when they get a hold of something. When American, this is what they do. They just like figure out how to like slap a turbo in there, like the American <laughs> brands, and then they're like, "Let's see what happens." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, these like companies precision engineer that engineer this shit. Like yeah. Honda with their, I think Honda probably had, I think had some problems with their turbos then when they were coming out. But it's hard to. How do you design a car like that? Like it's not supposed to have that. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, some crazy shit. But I feel like I trust those cars with a turbo way more than I trust any American yeah, car trying to do I'm, it. I'm not a fan of. I, I thought my ST would blow up like every every other day, <laughs> partially Dude, because hey, of the way well, I drove it. Actually, <laughs> I'm counting sp- down the days for mine, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, partially because of the way I drove it. But yeah, that's and that's actually why I got like I like NA motors better. Like mm-hmm. my Camaro, the 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 Vet, both big V8s. Like I, I like those because. They're simple. And the Camaro doesn't have, a, like, a four-cylinder turbo option, right? Or No, they do. They okay, do. they yeah, do. Yeah. So they compete with Mustang, too. Yes, direct. It. Yeah. Because it's. Shit. I always thought, like, well, I guess, so Corvette priced, prices out Mustangs, right? Corvettes yeah, are Yeah, yeah, Corvettes are on a different level. Especially the new ones. The new ones are Got fucking it. insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Camaro is in line with Mustang. Yeah, Camaro, Mustang are, like, Camaro, Mustang, competitive. and then... Um, Challenger, I guess Challenger, yeah, yeah. I, dude, how crazy was it living? Cause you grew up in North Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. How crazy was it moving to South Jersey and then just seeing all the cars there every day? Like, what's just what people daily drive there? People daily drive like this is this is the there's like few types of people, right? There's the normal truck guys. We're used to those. Yep. yep. Then yep. there's the Mustang or Camaro with just an exhaust and yep. a manual. But like possibly V six, possibly V six, and and no resonators, no cat, like maybe one cat, like, <laughs> and it's just so loud, and just and but but that's that's like eighty percent, right? Yeah, and then yeah. you have people who actually have like actual nice cars yeah, or yeah. like really worked cars. But everybody there has a lowered car, has a tuned car, like something. I saw, like I would just go to the meets at I went to the meet at Stockton one day, and this dude had a whatever, like 06 Civic twin turbo crazy. What, what color? It was like black or black. White. That's my. I'm pretty sure that's my buddy Bill. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Or it was a single turbo, but it was like yeah. it was built. Yeah. If it, if it's my buddy Bill, that thing is crazy. Yeah. That thing is sick. Dude, South Jersey's legit with their yeah, cars. They got they, some good shit done. Because think about it. Got There's nothing, nothing else to do. To do <laughs> I was just gonna say they got nothing else to the, do, dude. And all the roads are racetracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about um. Think about that road like going towards uh. What was it? It was like. It went from Smithville to Galloway. It was like yep. a straight road that yep. goes towards ShopRite. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was just, you could just, if you have a radar, dude, you just opened it up. Yeah. Everybody just opened it up right Even there. the parkway. Everyone from like exit oh, yeah. 40 to like exit 70, everyone okay. does like 95, just yeah. like in like in the middle lane regular cars. Yep. It's crazy. Dude, it was so funny. Then you'd have like a cop going past and then these guys would be gone and like, whatever. Like, they don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, go Eagles. Yeah. yeah, right, literally. That's what they say.
Yeah, but it's really crazy. Like, cause so my girlfriend lives on a corner, and so the house is like set back a little bit, but like you can still hear like cars going by and stuff, and it's like a pretty main like drag, and it's just freaking Camaro after Mustang after Camaro. You know, yeah. after bike, you yeah, know, yeah. and but it's just, yo, can you get creative here? Like, it's just something. At least you got a V eight, dude. It's like, yeah. I, I love it. I can't knock it. I just think it's funny that everybody. See, people in here don't really have them, really like that much. But down there, it's just like every fucking person has a Mustang. Yeah, I'm like, dude, be creative. <laughs> buy a, <laughs> don't buy Volkswagen. Right? Yeah, yeah, just don't buy Volkswagen. But when it goes, when you went to um to get this other Corvette, cause you got two cars. Yeah. You got your Corvette and you got the Camaro now. What, where, how'd you go from the, what was it, the C4 to the one that you have now? How did that C- work C5 now. C5 um, now. The C4, I just, I got that just to like have a vet because mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. They're, it was stupid cheap. Um, so I figured, hey, let me get it because I always wanted like a, like a C6, like a 2010 vet. Yep. Um, that's what I wanted to get as just like one car to have after my ST. I was like, I'm going to get like an older vet or newer old vet yeah. um, and just drive that every day so I figured I'd get the old one while I had the ST because it was cheap to like experience what it was like to have a vet can I live with it every day mm-hmm. she was so old um, what year was that one? 92 it was like older than me oh okay it was so old um, and then I got the Camaro and I was like alright I'm not gonna get a new vet because I have like a car um, so I sold it and then I found this one and it was also cheap so I figured I'd just get it. I always I wanted that since I was seventeen, so I'll probably hold on to that one for a little bit. And it was already set up for the track. I was like, all right, this kind of checks that box too, because now I don't have, I don't have to track the Camaro. I can track this. If I crash that, it sucks less than crashing a Camaro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, that's kind of how that. I always loved Corvettes, so I figured I'd just get that one. What motor is that in the one? Uh, what year is the one you have now? The one I have now is uh, ninety eight. It's an LS one, still old as shit. Okay. Um, it's LS one, so that motor is like godsend yeah so yeah i don't even know don't they just do like na like if you're gonna do a track car like why you don't need all the crazy power right yeah um like moderate power is good because like you want the power but you want like tires and brakes and shit like that's more important yeah that Um, exactly those really high powered cars usually get passed by like miatas because miatas will just take them in the turn um, there you go. There you go. Trent, <laughs> I, I used to have Trent, a '91 Miata. There Trent you go. still lives like he has a Miata. He's still there's there's so many memes. He still identifies as a Miata. I I love it. I love it. <laughs> I identify as a Miata. This, I love it. I have like a little niche like track Instagram corner, um, and there's always floating memes around how Miatas just shit on all the like high power cars. Like my buddy actually just sent one sent one to me yesterday. It was like. Um, when you're in like a when you have a V8 and you're given a point by to a Miata because point by means like you're letting the guy pass you, um, and it's just funny because, dude, what is it? Is it people that they just don't know how to drive their cars? Like, is it harder to track a car like that that has? Does it require more skill? Is it just that the yeah, Miata is so nimble? It's definitely or? harder, but like tracking yeah. most of it's about like handling, and the Miatas are just so good, yeah. so they're. So having like a little car is actually the most. Yeah. So that's why the ST was really nice because yeah. it wasn't blow your sock, knock your socks off power, and it was. But you still could get up. And yeah, go. and that that the suspension is like black magic. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you literally like I, I remember being on the track and literally just like throwing the wheel this way and it just went where I wanted. Stock to. suspension or completely stock. Yeah, yeah. Because they're kind of set up um, like that. I know somebody who has one too, and they just absolutely love it. Um, dude, I got. 
smoked by an RS one day. Yeah, those are I fun. never those see them. They're but... really rare, but they're those are those dude. Are I go. Cars. I'm like, that's a cute ST. I pull up in it in it, my Accord. My Accord like has trouble doing 100 miles an hour, so it's like <laughs> this is just a joke. But fourth gear, it's, it's only a five speed, so I'm revving high. Stick shit. No? It's manual. Nice. Okay. It's a 2009 manual mom car. Love it. Love it. Love it. For a banger, you know. And so I pull up on this guy, dude. I'm like coming home from like college or whatever one day, and I'm like, let's just fuck around. You know, see what happens when, <laughs> when you when you're on 78 and you're just messing around. Just gotta do it. And dude, I just like one second I'm there, and the next second it's gone. gone. And I realized it wasn't an ST. I was like, yeah. that thing's crazy. Yeah, they're tough. Because what is the RS? The RS is a bit is like a three liter turbo or something. It's a 2.3. The ST is a 2.0. Oh, um, got it, got it, got it. But it's it. like a hundred more horsepower. Mm-hmm. It's all wheel drive. Got it. Yep. It's like it's like a STI or an Evo. Yeah, like the, the ST has two thirty-five horsepower, and then the RS has three fifty. Yeah, I see. Like I see. Yeah, these guys in their Subarus too, man. I mean, they're great. I love everybody. I love a nice access port V two with a, you know, intake and exhaust on an STI, like every like the next guy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing as the Mustang effect. It's there's like just a million of them. There's yeah. so many, and I get it. Subarus are so much fun, you know one day a week because that's the only time they work but <laughs> it's like a Volks it's like I don't know how you own a Volkswagen or a Subaru when you drive yeah, every day I yeah, just don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what are you doing are you lucky are you yeah. Irish I don't know but <laughs> but that's like I, I shit on all this but I have an Accord so I really see I can't shit on it because I have yeah, like that the will most, run for the rest of your life yeah exactly 200,000 yeah. miles you know I did everything and now I just drive the shit and I, I will say I dropped the shit out of that car I put a suspension on it and that was it camera kit Lowered yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was it. Now I can take a turn as I have like big. I have winter tires on it that I run all year round. Might as well. And it still it. doesn't give a fuck. Like obviously it has a lot of roll from the tires, but when I had eighteen by nine and a half on that thing, dude, I had like stretched tires. You can do whatever you yeah, want. It's yeah, full yeah. momentum car. You yeah, know? absolutely. It's just fun. There's actually a saying, um, and it goes for the track. It's like it's more fun to drive a slow car, like balls to the wall fast, than to drive a really fast car and like just putt around because. You can't do anything with it, so yeah, so, I totally agree, and that's why Miatas are so so fun. <laughs> yeah, they're the and I I know somebody who's gonna get a R an R thirty two like a newer R thirty two GTI. Yeah, GTI yeah. and or it was like a it was like a Type R Volkswagen or something like yeah, that, yeah. like one of those really souped up ones, and yeah. and they're like, why would I get one? Like I'm driving it to work. Like there's a point where it's you can't use the car. Like you uh, can, but 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 I, I guess think, like I think I'm in the yeah. minority there. Yeah, like you I'm exactly. Short. I think most people. That's where they stop. They're like, I don't know. You yeah. Know? Well, see, I got one ticket and it made me kind of change my That'll ways. And I was it. and I said, "Fuck, dude!" And it's on. And I go to get my insurance for my forerunner, and it's like, it's like you lie. Do you actually have this ticket? And I'm like, I got the points taken away, and it still counts against my insurance. I'm like, this is brutal. Like they're yeah. kidding. They're they're killing me, dude. And then I go, maybe I should calm down, but. <laughs> That'll Slow do car, you know. It's freaking Accord at the end of the day, yeah. you know. And a radar detector, man, you're good. That's it. I'm chilling. Yeah. So that's shit's funny, man. So how'd you get into this? So your finance stuff, man. Like, how did that happen? You, I don't even know anything about you, but before, like, you know, us meeting, like, I don't know how why you went to Stockton. Like, I don't know any that like, you would go there four years. Like, like, what's your? This is a eight questions in one it's a, <laughs> and it's a big one but like what was your trajectory you know like that's through. a really good eight questions um i went to stockton because i don't know it was, it was there i got in 
Um, I went just like all, the rest of us. Yeah, I scholars, got, I got dude. in. <laughs> Very scholarly. School. I didn't get into it's Rutgers. It's fucking hard school to get into. Yeah. Guys. Don't yeah, think about applying if you don't have a 4.0. Yeah, I didn't get into Rutgers uh, business school, so I went to Stockton. Um, uh, you know, who needs it? Yeah, yeah. But You're I got, like, oh, what's the, ne- business, the only business school that'll take me? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Stockton. It was good, though. It worked out well. I met my girl the first day of college. Did you so go from was, high school right to Stockton? Yeah, yeah right to Stockton. It. The first, like, 20 minutes I met my girl there, so that's that's cool. Um, that worked out. Um, I met my girl there, too. South Jersey girls. Give it, it. Gotta give it to them. That's you it. Gotta watch. That's it. Cheers, you, cheers to that one. Yeah, cheers to that one, brother. You gotta watch what you're getting into, but... Yeah, it's a different but world. But it does... I will say, <laughs> South Jersey... You gotta love it. You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta just. You gotta like walk around Stockton yeah. campus, and that's all. I'll and say. then leave, and then go back, and then leave. yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't even know. I went to Stockton for four years. Was big into lifting. Like, there's for some reason a crazy like lifting and bodybuilding culture like in that area. Like, there's so many like high level bodybuilders and you know shit like that from that specific area. Um, so that was cool. Always around that. Um that's where like all the the hustle was um i got into trading stocks and i was day trading and i was like this this would be cool to do like with my life so i wanted to be a day trader um and then i just never got good at it i didn't make money so that that didn't work um um, i I ended up wanting to go like you know work on wall street or be like an actual day trader after college and it just that didn't happen um and I, i graduated started interviewing at different firms that you know did what what i do now and i just loved it i I think it fits my personality and like mindset just like how i live really well and it's i don't know that's that's really it i'm I'm here and gonna continue doing that yeah but how did you find that job like and what is your job so my my, i'm a financial advisor right so i i run my own financial planning practice um it's I like it because it's, it's, I always wanted to be a business owner too. Like I always, like I I had my shirt company for a little bit. Um, I always wanted to run my own business. Um, and then the shirt company didn't really work out too well. Um, I know you got your own business. Like there's a lot of shit going, right? So, um, but I also never wanted to be like the corporate nine to five guy. So like this industry and this business, how it's structured is kind of like right in the middle of that. Like it's, I I wear a suit, like I'm in an office, I work under a company. um, So it's got that aspect and I have like structure a little bit or like support, but it's my own, it's totally my own business. Like I I run my own practice. Eventually I'm gonna call it probably Palermo Financial one day, Um, but it's kind of in that middle. And what I do is help people, you know, navigate their financial lives. I talk to people all day. That's like my favorite thing to do. Um, Meeting, you know, good new people. And that's really it. That's if, that's how, that's dude, how it, it goes. If it fits you, it definitely does. Um, and I think, you know, it, every a lot of people want to go into the business side of things, like they th- or they think that they do. And what they really wanted, it's not that they want to do that; it's that they don't want to do the traditional route, right? So that, and then so you go. What's the next thing? Which is like run a business. Then you start learning about business, right? And you get like fourteen audio books and like a hundred and forty yeah. podcasts in, and you're like, oh, I still don't know like what's 
going on you know or you get like three years down the line and you're not positive on revenue or something you're just like what is this like people succeed in this so and it seems like from the outside a lot of the culture too which is the kind of you know i get hustle culture and kind of like business culture you know whatever the fast cars and the and the and the girls in the beach houses and all that stuff that kind of makes you think that people get it fast where it's like, dude, these guys... You don't see what's actually yeah, the, you know, there. it's like, you don't see that their dad runs this multi-billion dollar corporation yeah. and, like, they, it's actually their cars and it's like, you know, it's <laughs> like, there's, there's always, like, a background thing that you yeah. don't see, right? And so, I think a lot of that, like, at the onset, a lot of people woke up, which was good. Like, a lot of people realized this corporate shit is bullshit, you know, you're just slaving your life away for some company that doesn't really matter. But but also, it's not, it's not that bad. Like, like the... The, like the way I look at it is not everyone wants to be that guy that's like at the top or an entrepreneur doing this this and that like making your you know salary working nine to five going home like early and you know living your life a lot of people like that and that's that's cool um, not everyone's cut out for that like or not cut out but not everyone wants to do that you know what I mean mm. um, so True. but I agree a lot of people are waking up and, and I think like the last 10 years I'm sure you're you're um, familiar with Gary Vee like you I'm watch his shit i met him yeah you met him yeah all right that's cool um like his his like like mindset and like paradigm shift of like using the internet and all these different ways to just like show yourself is crazy for people because like like that's literally what you do right Mm. um like it, it gives so many open doors for people to get into doing their own thing which i think is fucking awesome um, yeah, and I think he and he says that too. Not to jump in here, but just yeah. off that same point of like, he's like, if what you want to achieve, if you have to go to college to get the job you want, then you should go to college. Go to college. If you are gonna be, if you have to do four years of training and work under somebody and make shitty pay just to learn how to do the thing you want to do, then do, do that. that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if you have to intern for free to do what you want, do that. I did that, you know. And so, but yeah, I mean that it 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 opened the doors, right? Like it 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 exposed the possibilities, but then you try to do it and there's no track, right? And so you go, "Oh shit, there's no like track on there's how nothing, to how to run nothing a, to follow. There's, there's no, no thing and the thing is there it's cuz that doesn't exist, right? So like there's no thing that follow these 18 steps and you'll have a million dollar clothing brand dude ask fucking damon john yeah ask talk about fubu dude it's like you gotta look like what are they doing like what did they do you know like that's the yeah no you're right and it's crazy you say that because like what i do there is literally that like there is literally a blueprint to follow and you have like not structure but like there's these things to follow that if you follow it it works but you're building your own business Mm. and it's dope and i love it like i literally wake up every monday i I don't like waking up early that's like my least favorite thing which is cool because like as a business owner i I can like a lot of times my day is shifted like a little bit later anyway but like monday morning i wake up and i love going to work because like i'm doing what i'm doing and i'm building my business which is awesome yeah, it's it's about enjoying the thing. Yeah, I was talking enjoying to some, the process and the journey. The, yeah, because it's all a process, man. Yeah, like I, it's, do you know um, Impact Theory? Have you ever heard of that podcast or uh, Quest Bars? Have you ever seen those Quest yeah, Nutrition? Yeah, yeah. It's a guy who founded Quest Nutrition, Tom Billu, his name is right. And so he, they they blew up Quest. Um, you know, I think he made this might I can't remember if it was Quest or the company before, but he talked about it, and he said one day. He said, I pursued, so before this, he said, I pursued money for 10 years and I was broke. 
Like I wasn't on paper. He's like on paper, I was worth a million, but I didn't have that much money. Like it was just of an evaluation um, of the business and then my stake in the business, right? But I didn't have that money cash. So he's like, when I pursued money, I didn't. I was so unhappy. I was burnt out. I ruined my relationships. All the things that people say when they try to pursue money. And then years later, right? So they he ends up, you know, changing his mindset, kind of going more towards impact and like kind of helping people instead his life starts to turn around. He gets to a point where he sells the business, right? Or they, or they, he sells his stake in the business. And there's a moment, there's a moment in time where his bank account goes up $100 million, you know, or, or some insane, but it's like, it was like 20, 50, hundred yeah. million, some insane amount like that, right? Like you become a multimillionaire in just like that. That's crazy. And he said he refreshed the account and he's like, I've never felt worse in my life. Because every he had so many expectations of what it was gonna feel like to have fifty million dollars, and it just wasn't any of those. It that feeling was not yeah. even close. Yeah. To it was actually a like a bad feeling, and he was like, "Why do I feel bad about this? this is so weird." So you know, that's just one anecdote, right? It, but, it's so crazy how like that's such a recurring theme where you hear people like get a lot of money and then they're just like, "This is terrible. This sucks." It's so crazy how that's a thing. It's the lottery. Yeah, like everyone who wins the lottery just like hates their life. Like it's just crazy to me that that's that's the case. Yeah, and not only that, they hate. It's not that they hate their life. They don't know. They didn't. They didn't formulate the life. The the life. They didn't they find f- fulfillment in that money. Yeah, or they just didn't have a plan of like, what's your? I like this guy Ramit Sethi. I'm not sure if you've seen him too. Um, I'll teach you to be rich. That's his book. Um, he's like, what's your rich life? Like, what's your life that you would live if you were rich? And for most people, it's not that crazy. But people don't know what that life is. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll be – so you know, right? Yeah. So like if you had $10 million tomorrow, it's like you probably would go to the racetrack more. Like you'd probably maybe do some more with your clothing brand. But you wouldn't just ma- – like you realize that you'd have to wake up the next day and still serve your clients and still yeah, – like yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be like some crazy transformation yeah. turnaround thing. Yeah, so I think like people don't think about it. And then especially with the lottery, dude, like yeah, they like, get all that money. Oh, and shit, then, I won. <laughs> yeah. They have no idea what the fuck to do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you think do you have like clients that like play the lottery and stuff like that? It's a good question. I have I have no idea. Honestly, I I forgot the lottery was a thing. Like I I, I just feel like nobody talks about. I don't know. I, My mom is hardcore, dude. She loves it. I've never not I've never bought a lottery ticket myself. I Me think either. I bought a scratch off like once. Um, I've never bought it. it bought one, yeah. yeah, maybe I think once. It's, I do like Atlantic City though. That's that's kind of the same okay thing. there's something there yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. gambling's a motherfucker man that it is but there's multiple s- form ways to gamble you know i can see how it's it's very addicting it definitely is it's tough you need like a lot of self-discipline to like not just screw yourself so in being how long have you been an advisor now like two and a half years got it got it so was there anything that you thought was like anything that kind of surprised you once you start kind of going in because it's not like you've ever talked to that many people before right what do you mean? Well, in the sense that like you're talking to people every day, you're calling people, you're 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 you should want them to you want to help them and have them be your clients. It's like you never had a cold calling job, right? Um, yeah, actually, believe it or not, so I don't cold call like at all. Okay, um, per- I, I, I'd love to go into this. How you? I actually this. didn't want to do this career because in college I interned at a firm that did this, and all they did was cold call, and I was like, this, this is terrible. Um. So I, I don't do that. Like the, the coldest thing that I do is like LinkedIn messages. Um, everything's through like word of mouth and building relationships. And, and, and you know, it's it's like personal introductions. 
Um, so that, that's how I build my business because it's, you know, when you're talking about money, someone, if I cold called you and said, Hey, which I mean, I kind of did, but, um, if I said, Hey, like you want to talk about your money, I just called you up, you click like that's, that's usually how it goes. Um, but like, if I said, Hey, you know, your, your boy, Chris Miller said, Hey, you should talk to this guy. You'd be like, Oh, okay. Like, let's talk, which that works a lot better. Um, and then you're like, fuck, he's mentally insane. Yeah, yeah. Shit. We thought he'd be normal. All right. Yeah. You got anybody well, else? I mean, I don't know. Jives with me. I love so. you, man. Yeah. It's funny. Jives with me. So um, I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, Well, I guess on the fact of like, well, I mean, I was wondering if there was anything. The original question was, is there anything that surprised you after that you've been doing it for a couple of years? Like the way that people handle money or the S- surprise like, anything me. like that? Yeah, I think it's crazy that like there, there are some like there are definitely people out there or there's some things that like me doing this every day or e- even if I didn't do this, just like some common knowledge about finance that I've had where it's just not like some people just aren't exposed to it. So like they do these things that are just like so opposite of like what you should be doing or make sense and sometimes like i think i think to myself like because i do this like i know what like what the right path or what you should be doing and like if you're doing the complete opposite it just kind of blows my mind right is there anything that's like a lot of people do that you're like why would you do that um not to put you on the spot but to put you on the spot yeah 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 um one, one thing is putting extra money towards low interest debt right so like if you have like a lot of people want to overpay their mortgage because they don't want to have a mortgage, right? That's a that's a big one because your mortgage is typically like your lowest interest debt. If you could, you could do so many better things with that money that you would overpay your debt. Like that's a better place to put your dollars, right? Um, and then another thing that a lot of people do is they just like keep like a high credit card balance. Like they just, it, it's like a thing where it's just like, it's just there. Like so a lot of people just don't pay off their credit card. It's the money's just there and you're, you're always accruing that 20 something percent interest rate, which is, like you're throwing out so much money, so much money. Um, but I don't know. I don't know why a lot of people do that. Yeah. And it's almost the same thing. It's like, don't you realize that like the low interest debt is low interest debt and credit cards are high interest. Like, but it's just, you know what it is? I, I think you probably have an opinion on this of like, it's because it's a credit card. If you called it something else or you, it was something else, then it would be, they would treat it differently. But people think mindset for credit cards is just swipe. Yeah. 100%. Almost everything that has to do with money and money management Mm -hmm. and you know, all of that stuff is just like mindset or behavioral or psychological. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And, and with credit cards too, it, it looks like when you get a credit card, it says, here's the limit, right? Right. Here's the speed limit. 65. Everybody does 80. Break it. Right? So, but with a credit card, like all the other things in our life with limit, it's like, ah, you can kind of push it a little bit. And with credit cards, obviously, you're not going to go over, but like people see the limit and they go, oh, I can oh, have. I, I have this much to spend. To I there. can go do that. Yeah. I yeah. have 3000 to do whatever I want with and I can pay it off whenever I want. Yep. That sounds amazing, yep. Yep. Julian. Yep. And then why, it, why are you telling me not to do this? I have 3000 on yeah, my and Amazon. And then you don't do the math that this $3,000 is going to cost you 10 over like a couple of years because you just keep keep going um and then another thing I, I think credit cards are a little little predatory with like the the cash back and shit like that like oh you can get three percent back for everything you spend okay i'm gonna go spend two thousand dollars because i'm gonna get three percent back meanwhile you just spent two grand that you weren't gonna spend anyway and now you're gonna pay four grand for to pay that off but you got three percent back 
It's definitely predatory for yeah. sure. And 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 also this is the thing as you know, this is your job, but financial literacy is non-existent. I mean, we just you get a credit card, nobody teaches you how to use it, even just nothing. There's nothing. There's no yeah. sort of education and so you grow up in a system that doesn't teach you about the thing that's most important is food on your table, you know, and and having your bills paid so you don't you know go into debt or you know have these major issues in your life right like number one thing is like health in a home you know basically so but we're not taught any of that yeah which is one of the reasons why i'm so passionate about doing this because it like most people just don't know like some like like i was saying before some of the things that i think are common knowledge it's just not right so like people need to be taught this thing and the schools aren't doing that so like when i'm meeting people my my goal and my job is to help them make these good decisions and improve their lives financially. And you have the fiduciary so, like responsibility yeah, too, right? Yeah. yeah. So what I do has to be done in you know in your best interest, which is you know the right thing to do, right? Yeah. So, and I took your advice. I mean, I just I for my school loans, I was like, I'll just pay the minimum. Yeah. Because I'd rather have that money to yeah, put yeah, in my business, you were, especially me. Exactly. You know? yeah. there, every, everyone's different. Like, yeah. like you, you had a specific situation where it made sense to do this rather than do that. And my, right? my, yeah, and my amount was so low that, like, my interest, I just could calculate it. I calculated it right there, and I was like, at any time I could pay off the whole. Bucks, yeah. Any time I could pay off the whole interest for the yeah. whole thing if I wanted to. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. but most people are in, in that position. It's kind of just, hey, dude, if your parents aren't paying for college, like, have fun with the sixty to one hundred that you're gonna have. Have fun with a six hundred dollar payment a month, nine hundred dollar payment a month. Standard oh, of don't living. Don't get me started on the student loan interest rates. Some people are getting crushed. It's insane. But. And it comes with you when you die, and then your family has yeah. to pay it. What is going on, dude? Yeah, I can. How crazy is this? As you know, I can buy a car, then I can not pay it. Then I can go to the dealership and get another car. Then I can not pay it. And I could just probably do this unlimited. I can start a business, take out $100,000 in loans, go bankrupt, file for bankruptcy, start over again. I can't pursue an education, spend money on that, have trouble paying it back because the job market's flooded or something happened. That I can't ever get forgiven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then they'll give 18-year-olds who have no idea what the hell they're doing $100,000 that they have no idea what the hell they're doing, that they're having to do the rest of their life, and then they can't pay it back. It's it's crazy. The whole college system is yeah, is, is really a big – it's, it's, a, it's a huge scam. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Fortunately. Do you get anybody from when they're young, or like what's your age demographic for people that you work with? That's a, that's a good question. Um, so the people that I want to work with the most that I think take the most value out of what I do are like mid-30s young families and then like pre just about to retire, mm-hmm. right? So like th- those are the two groups of people that I think really can benefit from what I do because like a lot of shit is going on. There's a lot of different things that you need to know or be doing to like make the most of you know your, your life and your finances. Um, but I, I always like meeting with with younger people, like right out of college, getting into work, because the guy that's the the, the married couple that's thirty five that has all these issues or problems that I, that we're helping clean up or do, you can fix a lot of those by starting off on a really good place when you're twenty two, which um, so which you can is, grow with them too. I can grow, yeah, exactly, exactly. There's a lot, a lot of a lot of times I meet people and they're like, oh, I'm I'm working with you know my parents' advisor. 
who is their age, but they're 25, right? So like yep. if you're 25 and your your financial advisor's 60, when you're 30, they're retired. So what are you going to do? Meanwhile, me, I'm going to grow with you. You're going to grow with me and I'm going to help you throughout your entire life, which I think is cool. Like like a lot of my clients, the, the goal is I'm going to have, you know, be or be part of their life for the next 30, 40 years, which I think is awesome. Yeah, that's, that's something that's a little crazy about business too, where you get to your goal is to stick with these people yeah as long as you possibly can yeah and the one thing that you got to really be good at is solving problems and yeah. and going about a system to solve it you yeah. know yeah. yeah i don't know what kind of problems you have or like arise with you like for me it's normally just like people not doing their job like you know a difference in opinion you know creative arts is hard because like people are like i thought it was going to be like this but i'm like well this is what you gave me yeah, so, you yeah. know so that's it. everybody has their own problems you know um but i feel like especially and the thing is like dude a lot of people don't have the motivation to wake up and just start working like like you said like it's on you to make the calls or you know make yeah. the sales yeah that's hard yeah that's why my, my drive is the the racetrack it's like i gotta fund that somehow so i gotta go work <laughs> so what does that look like ideally you do all this planning for everybody else right but for you like do you know like are you like okay you know in year eight i'm gonna start to phase out or i'm gonna start to like start to dedicate more time for it or like do you think about that because i know like you you said that you really want to pursue that and have it be a bigger thing but like is it do you kind of see like a track like for that no oh there's like you mean career-wise well i guess like if to create to put racing into your life more do you see that actually like do you have kind of a plan for that or is it more just like you know i'm like i know that i'm gonna be a world on a world tour as as a rapper but i can't tell you when yeah you yeah, know yeah. like is it kind of like that or um that's that's a that's a good question um so I, I definitely wanted to be part of my life i think as a career that ship has probably sailed which i, I don't hate like i would love people still ask me like if or, or if someone did ask me like what do you want to do i'm gonna i'll tell you i want to be a race car driver <laughs> um I think as a career that ship has sailed, but like I think it's great that I'm doing this and I like this is my second passion. So like my goal and my my you know path I guess is to have this passion fund this passion, right? So, you know, how that looks is, you know, just going to the track more, eventually I can get into like, you know, competitive amateur racing and just do that on the weekends. Yeah. Um if one day it happens like I'm racing and some, you know, some guy says, Hey, come be a part of my team, like that would be dope. Um, I would love to do that, but I, I don't see it ever being more than like that, you know, cause life just gets in the way, but mm. I'd love to, you would drop it for the right circumstance though, for sure. Like you would, you'd switch over to that for the right. Y yes. And no, what's, what's cool about my job is that like, let's say that opportunity comes up and I can go be a full-time like paid race car driver. And that's. I can still do what I do, just like at a less capacity. So I can be the race car driver four days out of the week and then go still be a financial advisor and run my practice. Obviously, it wouldn't grow the way that I would grow if I did that with my life. But what's cool is like, which this is actually the first time I'm saying this out loud. Like that, that would be sick. I would love to do that. We try to have as many firsts as possible on this podcast. So we try to make that happen for people, you know. There we go. We're like Oprah. <laughs> people compare us. I mean, come on, guys. There you go. Um, but yeah, that's what I think is like, this is a thing, dude. The hardest thing you can do is get real with yourself about what you really want. 
you know and like every day i think about it you know and i'm doing the same thing listen i love podcasts this is what i want to do i want to make music and i want to do this with people all day you know because i love it and that but that's not financially feasible so i went out and i said what's what's a market what's something i know how to do what's what is there a market for and then how can i involve more people and solve more problems you know so music sure that's great i can like make more music or try to sell beats which i tried to do which i did i sold beats i make money made money on beats and stuff but that didn't it wasn't really practical or scalable you know so i'm doing what i am also passionate about on a daily basis to then do what i'm super duper passionate about at nighttime or exactly. on the weekends exactly. or whatever it ends up being and i just but i remember being a mechanic and coming home and doing this shit so at least now if I want to do a podcast in the middle of the day, yeah. I can do it. So I have more freedom now, you know. Yeah, but. yep, yep. Yeah, that's kind of that's. I guess that's that's very very similar. It's like mm. you you have your uh, revenue producing passion that you like, which is related to your passion passion that you want to do, right? Yeah. Which is it's a great place to be in, especially you know at our age, being this young, like yeah. we have so much time to do this and grow this. It's it's awesome. Yeah, that's why I, I just have a feeling, though. Like, if you really put it out there and you wanted to make the racing thing more a bigger part of your life, like, I think, like, you probably – you could definitely do that, you know? Like, it would just take the years and building it up. And like you yeah, said, yeah. opportunities, some luck, you know, anything. Yeah, yeah. Same thing for me with what I do, too. You know, it's like music's hard as fuck. Podcasts are – this is pretty easy for me, but everything else is hard around it. Editing, releasing, distributing, you know – having people post it, clips, you know, I mean, it just gets crazy. Yeah. You know, it's like the core thing. Once you're in, in the zone, you're good. Yeah. But yeah, all yeah. the other shit, once you step out, you know, and that's yeah. where like that life design kind of comes yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, man. But, um, yeah, when I had, when I saw, when I saw your brand, I'm like, all right, I like it. It's cool. Like, I think there's so many clothing brands that, it's you know it's flooded because everybody wants a clothing brand yeah so if you have a clothing brand this is what's crazy i think it went so crazy in one direction you know that um it was like you know auto-tune rappers or something you know it's like a dime a dozen you know yeah that i think now like what i saw yours i said okay there's something here like it's clean and simple right phenom american flag boom that's, that's it. it that's it yeah not that's it and and i think people try to like over over complicate yeah, and yeah yeah, yeah. or like that, our that's... designs are so intricate it's like dude you're a clue you're like yeah. a fitness brand calm yeah. down like make supplements or make clothes that fit well you yeah. know it's yeah. like yep yeah, yep yeah. yeah no I, I agree i i think i think that i think i was on a really good path so I, it was me and my partner uh johnny we were doing this together we, like he was super into gym shark like fo- you know following all that stuff mm-hmm. Our idea was to be real simple, also to be cheaper than Gymshark because Gymshark's expensive as shit. <laughs> um, but it like at Stockton, it caught on so quickly. It was like you could walk down to like campus and you you'd see like three Phenom shirts. It was fucking sick. Um, I, I really think if I if I kept up with this, doing this, and put like all of like I took all the racing and finance energy and I put it onto this, I think this had potential. Mm. Um, I, I honestly like, and I'm not even mad about it. I have no interest in doing this anymore. Like that's just not the passion. Um, 
So, like, that's just not something I'm mad about. Like, it, it could have been, but whatever. Um, but I really think this was onto a good a good path. Like, it, it caught on quick. It checked off a bunch of boxes that I think had the potential to do, you know, something real with it. Um, but then we didn't. So. Yeah, but were you just trying it out? Like, did you just say, like, or did you really, where you were like, listen, like, I see Gymshark. Like, we can be cheaper. Like, we can make female clothes, too. Or, like, was it kind of that? Or was it more just like, hey, let's see what happens? You yeah, know? so so at, at Stockton, this was at the, the time in my life where I was like, all right, I want to, like, I didn't know what I was doing after college. It was, like, jun- mid-junior year. I was like, I want to be a business owner. I'm going to own something. I always wanted it. So, like, this also is this is still a dream. I want to have like a phenom gym. Mm. That was always something I want to do. Like powerlifting, um, you know, martial arts, you know, all, all crazy shit at phenom gym. Always wanted that. So I was like, I want to be a business owner. W- what can we start? And my, my, uh, my partner, Johnny, who's my roommate, good buddy of mine. He like same mindset, business owner, you know, h- hustling. Um, we we're like, what can we do? We can make, we can make some shirts. Um, and I had an, another partner at the time and, and we were all like kind of doing this together and we were just thinking this is, you know, this is something that we could start to do. And, and that was really it. Um, so we, we started this, we started, you know, just making some shirts. Um, what, what we really wanted it to be was like a lifestyle or like to embody like what this is about. Right. So like, um, you know, there's a lot of fitness companies where it's like a cool name or like some cool shit. And and that's really it. Ours is like in our, our um, like the ta- uh, not the tagline, like the the slogan or like the hashtags we used was like be a phenom because like what that meant not just the gym was like be the best at what you do, right? It was called phenom. So that was the that was the lifestyle that we wanted to embody. Like I was training for powerlifting, I was doing bodybuilding. Um, you know, Johnny was doing the same thing. Um, so it, people like that because you know phenom meant hey go do the best, you know at, at what or be the best at what you can do. Um, so that just kind of started to catch on, and that's really how it went. A gym, because I was gonna say a, a gym shark is is like a you picture like a forty three year old guy with spiked up hair, like hitting on like yeah, eighteen I, year old girls at the gym. It's like they didn't create like you have to be a gym shark, you know? Yeah. Like with your with yours, and that's why I really liked it too. I love the simple. It reminds me of. Um, Jason Hugh, his brand, you know that yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah. That's Jason Hughes or whatever that guy is, and then his brother. Was it Steel or something? Steel, like that? yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like it's Steel. That's it. Yeah, just Steel. That's it. Yeah, simple. Nothing simple. Overcomplicated, you know. And so I always loved that branding, and I just feel and that was it. It was like hard like Steel, man. That's really what it is. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I love that. Like my. Um, what, I don't even know how to say it. like that, that idea of the approach, uh, yeah, approach of embodying what you're mm-hmm. doing, right? Um, be hard to steal, like that's that's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, and yours was holistic, man. Like that's what it really was. It yeah. was like you can't just like that means also getting your finances in order, getting your exactly, in yeah. Order, my, literally, my bio on my Instagram says fitness and finance because yeah. those are two things that you can excel at and be really good at. Mm. Um, and like like when I was doing phenom really hard. Um, I had all these different kinds of people, like not even fitness related, send me pictures like of them in Phenom. Like, like I had a couple guys in the military doing crazy shit, send me pictures, rocking the shirt. Um, I had some people jumping out of planes, you know, martial artists doing some crazy shit. Um, you know, all, all this different, different stuff that you can just be like, be a phenom and excel at. That's what this brand embodied. So I thought that was cool that it was like, I was into lifting. That was my passion, but this kind of branched out into a bunch of different things. So did you, as far as like lifting goes, 
because it started there you know hey i started because i was just a small little tiny kid you know that's all like that was my main motivation but did you see yourself going into powerlifting bodybuilding things like that at one time like i know i did you know oh yeah 100 percent. i did like a couple not actual like i did the uh, like stockton held like a powerlifting competition every year i did that and i trained for it um i did a bodybuilding contest like uh two years ago um I always wanted to do that. Um, I did martial arts for like 10 years as a kid. So like that was like training like that was always my mindset. So that's how I train in the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always wanted to be like, you know, I also wanted to be a personal trainer at one point. Like I I even wrote people like programs all the time. Like I sold programs in fucking college. Like I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, But yeah, like training for that or training for something was always the way that I like looked at it or wanted to do. so yeah it's it's crazy man so many people kind of i see i see that route you know and then you realize it's like ah you have to like break yourself to do this kind of or you're just which i did i did so that that, like me too what what happened um in the 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 first it was it was like november of 2016 it was like the first powerlifting competition at stockton i herniated two discs in my back mid squat in the competition how much were you squatting? 365. Oh, okay. So I... I so that's warranted. It, it was it was, was some decent that, weight. Was it was, two, I, I weighed like a buck 60. It was like two it was, hernia squat. Yeah, it was, sure. it was decent. This wasn't no weight. one hernia, yeah. you know. Yeah, so that, that, that fucked me up a little bit. But I, I like what happened was like I got there at like... It was like... At, it started at like 8 a.m. I got there at like 8.10. I was like a little yeah. bit late, like a like natural college student. Um, and they were like, hey, Julian, you're going first. I was like, I didn't... I just got here. I didn't warm, I didn't warm up or anything. Um... So like, I just went right into squatting. Like you get three tries. So like, I literally just stretched for like thirty seconds, and I went into squatting three fifteen. Like no warm up, and I weighed like one sixty. So I was squatting double my weight after doing nothing. So I did that, and then the second try, I put on three sixty five because that's what I was gonna go for originally, but I didn't warm up, and I I, I did it, and like I just tweaked, and that was it. I was out. Did it hurt right then? Oh, there? dude, it felt like my back just like popped out of my spine. I have it on video. Like it was crazy. Oh. It was like literally like just just you just I just felt a pop like just go like that and I got it up. I actually came like I think I came in first in the fucking competition. Um, but after that, I couldn't walk for like a week. Damn, I'm maybe I I don't know if I did that, but I did something with my back, man, just from deadlifts, you know. Yeah, that's that, trying to pull too much weight on a deadlift. What was I doing? That'll do it. That'll do it. Was it. like, well, who was I trying to prove? You know, like, what was I trying to prove? Just you know? grinding. You're hustling. I know. That's, what that's you really do. what it is. I know. Ain't proving against anybody. Well, don't yourself. you think that some people are just like that? 100%. Like, some people are not, like, I wonder if I could do 400, you know? Like, And yeah. I just think that that's a certain mindset, and I know that you have it. And I'm not saying that if you don't have it, you're, you're fucked. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that some people are just crazy, kind of. Yeah, definitely. You know, and they just want to, they just want to see see what's net, push the yeah. envelope a little bit, which is good. Those are the fucking business owners. <laughs> yeah, legit, man, yeah. legit. Yeah. And I think it's also a a matter of knowing that it's possible. You, I didn't know that I could make as much money as I wanted to make. You know, I thought that just, you know, you have to have this certain knowledge, or you have to be this type of person, or you have to be born into it, or be given something. You know. People would become rich every day. Yep. Much more people become broke, probably, but true. But it's true. true. There's so many. A lot of the people that I've looked up to, as far as business goes, like they just grassroots, man. But I feel like it does get to a level of like comfortability where 
they get comfortable and they're like, we don't need to grow anymore. You know, like we don't, need which to is totally this. okay. Like yeah. you get to a good spot, do it. Do and the thing. real That's... crazy ones are like, yeah, no, we never I'm going to continue and I'll blow it up. Yeah. Trying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, at that point, but some people are just crazy, man. Or you see those guys where it's, you know, they're huge jack bodybuilders and they're like, hey, you ever compete? They're like, nah, I was too small. And they're like, yeah, that's, that's some, that's some like body dysmorphia shit. <laughs> like yeah. you see guys that are like 300 pounds and they're like, nah, I can't do that. It's real though. Yeah. It's real. So do you still work out now or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I, I've focused more on my business and like racing that stuff. So I pulled back from lifting, which is why part of the reason why I don't promote this anymore or do this because like in my mind, I, I don't embody the phenom right now. Like I'm not training like that. So how can I sell phenom clothes if I'm not doing that? Right. Cause I want to embody what I do. Right. Um, so I still work out. I still train. Um, but I don't not too into it as much anymore. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. It's like, you know, it, it becomes, a. I think once you get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm not going to be a power lifter. I'm not going to be a bodybuilder. You kind of accept the facts. Right. And then you go, the only thing I really need to do is be healthy. And like look good if I want. Yeah, I, I definitely still like tra- like I definitely still yeah. do train like that. I just the time and like it's just like that in in college that was my focus. Like I want to do that because you have all the time tra- in the world. You have all the time in the world. Like I was in class like twelve hours a week. <laughs> Isn't it crazy to yeah. think about that transition? Yeah. You're like, oh, everybody just lives their life like this where they have no time to do anything. Yeah, oh, right? that's wild. So that that was that was like the focus, and that was my number one passion. Also, I didn't have any money to race, so like that was not a, yeah. Like, um, but now it's like I still love that. Like I still train like like an animal when I do. I just don't yeah. have the time to do it all the time. That's, that's also I lost some drive for it. Like I'm totally making an excuse, but <laughs> I'm with you. I just yeah. got to the point where I'm like, all right, do I look good? Am I happy with my results? Yeah, that's it. Like yeah. I just set a goal that wasn't as crazy as like yeah. the other goals I used to set. You know, I just I'm like I can just do this on a slow basis, slow burn. You know, plan it out whatever goal if i want to get to a certain weight it's like i don't have to rush i don't have to go yeah. insane i don't have to break myself to do it and you can kind of like set you're still getting somewhere you're still pushing yourself but yeah i'm with you how do you like manage do you use like some time management thing or something like how do you manage between like just since you have to make your own schedule and fit all this other shit in um i d- i just try to fit it in when i can right like um your calendar you live by the calendar i live yeah. by my calendar like i'm so glad you put this on my calendar because it's like <laughs> that, that's what i do that's like i said couch. people always like don't know what's coming up yeah. so i'm like i try to say i've tried to put like five reminders on that bitch like five days before three days before yeah I'm like, like i gotta put like eight reminders my, my calendar is like I, I live by the calendar so like and, and like that's all business so now when i go when i'm talking to people just like personally and like I'll, I'll say oh we're doing this next monday like they're not thinking about it like a calendar. I'm like, no, it's on my calendar. Yeah. Right. Um, so like I try to fit the gym in like when I can, because Mm -hmm. you know, my calendar's all over the place. Most, you know, most times the beginning of the week, I work pretty late because you know, when I'm meeting with, you know, people or meet with clients, most people work nine to five. So I have to meet with them, you know, if possible as early as possible, but you know, if not after five o'clock. So if I'm, if I'm meeting with people from, you know, five, six, seven, eight o'clock, I'm not going to go to the gym at 10 o'clock at night. I'll try to go to the gym maybe at one o'clock, yeah. right? So that I can get it in and continue working. 
Um, so I try to fit it around and, you know, balance life with, you know, as a business owner, as much as possible, fit everything in and make sure everything works. Isn't it nice going to the gym during the day? How nice is so that? So nice going to as the gym As far as like o'clock. nobody being it's there. so nice going to the gym at one. That's my favorite time. You to can go just walk o'clock. around and you're like, what do you do? I'm a marketer. What do you do? Exactly. I own this. It's like, yeah, it's that's, like entrepreneur that's networking what I'm thinking. hour, Like dude. when I go to the gym at one o'clock, I'm like, yo, who, who's here? What like, this guy do, do, what, what does he do? Does he not yeah. work or does he do something cool? <laughs> yeah. Like you have to, if you go to the gym from like 11 a.m. to like 2 p.m it's like you have to be an entrepreneur yeah or that you or, work, or 17 work, yeah or you or work college. three days a week yeah, yeah, or you yeah, don't yeah, work yeah. at all that's so funny, yeah man. no I, I think it's that true. all the time it's crazy yeah i loved being at the gym and i'm like dude that guy fucking he's like definitely does some crazy shit you know it's like you're like people watching like listen i don't stare at people at the gym but like sometimes you just see some like huge jack dude or some crazy athletic person you're something you're like what the fuck do these people yeah, do man yeah, and he, he came to the gym in a lambo like yeah right or that guy <laughs> the guy because i work out of planet fitness when i'm at my girl's house and like i work out in my basement here but you know he's just massive bodybuilders at planet fitness i'm like can you just not afford the yeah, right? retro or attilus like, like membership why, why or do you something? come here yeah like i'm just wondering it's like does this just is your girl are you with your girl or something like you just wonder yeah, right? and you're like what are these people fucking doing yeah yeah, yeah. hey you kind of you kind of have a glimpse of that a little bit man i mean you get to you kind of don't have a there's no barrier on who you can work with right you can kind of just work with anybody from any profession i mean that's gotta yeah, be kind of yeah. interesting to see to hear like what 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 people do i don't know if you stick to a certain like vertical but no i i, I work with anyone that's that's part of the reason why i love my job because i i talk to all of different kinds of people and and i meet all these different people um so it's cool like i i learn so much about all of the different things that people do like some people have these like so obscure jobs that are like cool and you like make good money and like I would never thought that like this kind of job exists, right? So it's cool. I get to see all that all all the different different kind of things out there. You're like, Sully, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Podcast? You make money from that? What's you up? Make money <laughs> talking? Yeah. What's up? Me too. <laughs> yeah. What's what's good with that, man? Yeah. I I always thought that was. I mean, like you said, like you guys said. Yeah. I mean, I could. Um, that 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 would be your the job you do is is it kind of up my alley like I just do it in a different way as far as like you know I do sales too but it's like you know that anything where I have to talk to people like I'm good yeah. I like there's two different types of people I think there's people that people drain their energy and there's people where people give them the energy yeah and yeah. if I'm tired and then I'm in a room of people I'll, I'll get energy yeah no I'm, I'm the same way that's it's funny you say that I remember like when we first started talking w- with Kevin said hey you should you should do this with us yeah that was so funny. I know, and I, you know, I thought about it too because yeah. I love you guys. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I still love you guys, and and because you came to me in the best way, and and you, and and you, I didn't even buy anything. Like there was no exchange for like so long. Like there was, there was like just it was just like guidance and help, yeah. man. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I really like what these guys are doing. Like I know that if I ever, because if I ever do or get to the point where I'm like, all right, listen, I tried this podcast thing, like you know it is what it is or i want to switch or pivot or do something else or financially i have to like it would easily be it would be a sales job yeah you know just because of the freedom and, and the fact that you can help people exactly 100 you know? yeah that's really it um man this has been insane i love i've really enjoyed having you on this podcast yeah, julian um before we head out man um is there anything you want to plug i mean you can plug the if you guys still sell the shirts go for it or just where people can find you like everything's going to be in the show notes for people watching and listening as well so we got the instagram we have your the fitness page the the other page as well but if there's anything you want to or let them know where to find you at the yeah release. yeah if you want to hit me up on instagram um if you need help managing your money or planning your finances i'm, I'm here to help um send me a message on instagram we can chat um 
yeah, that, that's about it. If you want shirts, I don't, I don't make them anymore. But if enough people want them, I'll make another drop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Well, yeah, man, it was great. Th- thanks for having me. It was great being here. Um, Anytime, a lot of fun. Yeah, this was great. I'd love to have you again, man. I should have you and Kevin together. I feel that, like that, that would be we should crazy. do. That would be a good time. I'm down. We can once shout, shout hey, out to Kevin. Yeah, we'll get another mic in there and we'll yeah, make it happen. That'd man. be a good time. Um, thank you, Julian, once again for doing this. Um, you know, as people, as you know, we're on all platforms, even the ones nobody uses. This has been another episode of Bobcast, and please, please, don't go anywhere. We got something for you in the outro. Peace. Hey, it's Sully. Before we head out, one quick ask, and let me describe this to you. Would you like to receive one email per month from me covering everything we talked about on the podcast during that month? This will also include music content, uh, videos, YouTube, video versions of the podcast, anything podcast or content related for the month covered in one email per month. So this is our newsletter. So if you would just go to sullybop.com on your phone, computer, tablet, whatever you're on right now, S-U-L-L-Y-B-O-P. So just type that in sullybop.com and scroll to the very bottom of that homepage and you'll see join our newsletter right there. Now that will cover, as I said, all the topics we talk about on the podcast, just a synopsis of the content for the month. So if you feel that that would be valuable, please do join that. I will also include uh, things I'm reading, things I'm interested in this particular month, supplements I'm taking, etc. So if that's something that's up your alley, please join our newsletter. I would really appreciate it. Okay, let you go. Have a great one and we'll see you on the next one.